Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 137 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. Colin Graves is the founder and CEO of North Labs. North Labs helps businesses realize the true power of Amazon Web Services with industry-leading managed services and big data solutions. My conversation with Colin is full of golden nuggets and insights that will no doubt get your entrepreneurial juices flowing. Let's dig in right after this quick message. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. All right, Colin. Can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, baby. All right. That was impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So first of all, Colin, the thing that I always like to start off with is thanking you and expressing our gratitude on behalf of the enterprisers for you taking the time out to be with us. Uh, I realize that you're busy and you have a lot lot going on and you could be anywhere, but you decided to give us a little bit of your time. So we appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate that, Elsie. It's it's uh, great to be here with you. The second thing I'd like to do is to ask you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, feel free to go all the way back to when it all began, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. Sure. Okay. So, so day one, right? I was born. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just a, kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so where it really starts with me, uh, you know, after after high school, I, I joined the military, and that that to me sort of laid the foundation for for where I am today. Uh, I spent five years in the Air Force, uh, working on some of the some of the craziest you know, airplanes in existence, flying with some of the the craziest, baddest people in the world, both in in America and over in in Europe and Africa. 
while I was in the military, I started learning about cloud computing and specifically Amazon Web Services and fell in love with it. And, and that's you know really where I am today. I've spent the last 12, 12 years of my life uh, dedicated to the AWS ecosystem and its continued growth. Uh, and I'm now running my, my second company that specializes in helping organizations uh, transform their, their IT to take advantage of the cloud and specifically AWS. Fantastic. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit and learn um, a little bit more about you. What's your favorite thing to do? I'm a big nerd, so I, I read constantly. That's sort of my that's sort of my zen along with music. I, I, I play a few instruments and, and do some singing. So that, that for me is a, is a great balance to the craziness that comes with running a business. Um, I'm a big sports fan. We were just talking about our our mutual love for basketball. So I'm a I'm a big Timberwolves fan. You know, living in living in Minneapolis, big into exercise. I I box a lot. Try and stay fit. For me, you know, the the continual sort of strive to to learn is really what what sort of you know underlines me as a person. Awesome. So I won't hold that against you that you're a Wolves fan. We'll um we'll take that <laughs> in consideration. <laughs> Um, what's funny is we have a few things in common. Um, I don't play any instruments, but I do love to sing. So, uh, we may have a business band starting here. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so what instruments do you play? My main instrument is the guitar. I've been, I've been playing for, I suppose it would be 18 years now. My parents bought me my first guitar, you know, when I was, when I was fairly young and I've been hooked ever since. I, I try to play every day, even if it's just for 15 minutes. It's been a long time. I also play the saxophone. I'm I'm okay at that. I enjoy tinkering with a drum set, but guitar is definitely my my number one number one love. I always get a little jealous of of those of you who can do multiple things. I I can tinker on the keys, and when I say tinker, I do mean tinker. But I picked up a guitar once a little while back, and then I put it back down. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that that's the extent of of my uh, the the breadth of my my uh, musical abilities. So. Uh, I'm always a little, little bit jealous of you guys who can do more than one. So, if you had to tell a person sitting down across the table over a cup of coffee what your superpower is, what would that be? I'm really good at designing process. I always tell people, you know, my my background's in software engineering. I always tell people that you'd you'd never draft me to be on your all star team for for software engineers, right? I know I know what I'm talking about, but I'm I'm not I'm not going to be the the best in the room. But what I am good at is building repeatable processes and systems that allow a business to grow, right? Because the biggest thing that that entrepreneurs, uh, business owners of all kinds, struggle with when it comes to growing a business is saying, how do I shift from being sort of the lone domain expert and sort of treating you know every new opportunity that comes in as the wild west uh, and just you know knocking it out however possible to actually designing those blueprints and those roadmaps toward getting a specific thing done and so for me that involves you know the orchestration of various people within you know my organization you know different methods of communication different deliverables on the way to delivering a, a successfully completed project for for a customer, so I'm definitely more skilled, you know, rather than the the technical side of actually implementing 
a solution, I'm a lot better at designing the systems that that facilitate that uh, that work to get done, as well as properly delegating workloads to specific people and just acting as as the leader in the organization, right? Acting as the the servant leader who who needs to be present to remove obstacles, any barriers for the people ultimately responsible for for implementing the work. So many questions. Like where where do I start? Okay. <laughs> Let me let's see. Self-awareness. Let's start there. Talk about self-awareness and how because a lot of what you said is is kind of driven by self-awareness because if you don't know that you're not the technician you'll tend to try to be the technician and you'll never be uh, an expert technician so talk a little bit about self-awareness and how important that is i think it's everything right understanding where you fit into the puzzle you don't have to be the puzzle by yourself right you don't need to be all the pieces even if you're the owner of the business people People have a, a mentality when they start a business saying, right, and, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard this on your show, right? You need, to, you need to know everything about everything within a specific domain in order to have enough clout to, to start a business around something. But my mentality is all I need to be able to, to know how to do is connect the dots. Because even if I'm not a fully certified AWS engineer, I can find somebody who is. Even if I'm not the best marketer, I can find somebody who is. It goes back to, you know, uh, even Henry Ford, who said, you know, I might not know everything, but give me the push of a button and one call to the to, you know, to my people and I will have I will have somebody in my office in the next 30 seconds uh, who who knows how to answer the question you're asking better than I ever could. And I think that just comes with being being willing to to think of yourself as not great at everything. Because none of us are, but when it comes time to starting a business, we almost have to convince ourselves that we are in order to give ourselves enough confidence to take those steps forward and, and sort of endure the struggle, if you will. But I've, I've found through my, through my mentors and, and just falling down time and time again over the last you know, 12 years of, of owning businesses that it's just simply not the case, nor should you want it to be, uh, because the world is full of really smart people who are a lot better at doing things than you are. And you might as well take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But I would say having having worked and being in and around uh, corporate America, that's probably not the same sentiment. And I think that that holds a lot of companies back. So my, my question to you is, how do you gain respect when you don't do the thing? That's a good, that's a, that's a good follow up. Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. I mean, when it comes to corporate settings, especially as you take those strides to, to be sort of the, the leader in a room or the, the point person, if you will, in a room around a specific conversation, people are going to look to you to have that sort of, you know, holistic understanding of everything, which, you know, that's, that's for better or for worse, right? It's just sort of the way things are. It's definitely important to have a basis of understanding, right? I mean, we're selling into corporations all the time. So this, this, this does apply, right? We're sitting in corporate environments all the time with Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 1000 companies, what have you, convincing them that we're the right people to do the job. And I think you can, you can bypass that sort of misunderstanding as long as you have others in the room with you who fill in those gaps. For instance, my strength does not lie in helping organizations who are, say, they're running their IT infrastructure, their servers, on-premise, meaning you know, on physical hardware 
maybe in their building, right? That's what's considered on-premise. My expertise comes in the cloud. So when we go in to have these conversations with these 30-year IT veterans who have been working with on-premise hardware their entire careers, who am I, right? Who am I to kick off this conversation and say, we're the right team to help you with this? They're going to look at me and say, okay, kid, I've been working in this field as long as you've been alive, right? But as long as I have somebody in the room, like my, my VP of managed services is a 30-year on-premise IT professional. He successfully fills in the gaps of my shortcomings, and he can take you know, the baton for those conversations and really showcase his expertise. And the same goes for you know, on, the, on the data side of the house. We do a lot with enterprise data. And the gal that runs you know, my data division, she's been in the game for, for 20 years, and she really does understand the corporate nuances of, of a, an initiative like this, and she helps pick up that baton. And as long as you have the proper resources around you, you're going to, you know, you're going to be okay when those conversations arise. Perfect answer. One thing that I always like to grab out of you guys as a brain and successful business people and entrepreneur is how you think about what you think about. So with that said, how do you, co- how do you overcome challenges? Um, and, I, and what I mean by that is what's your approach when, when, if we get off the call, uh, our conversation today and a challenge arises, What's the first thing to do that you do? How do you approach it? I'm going to completely abandon deliberate thought around that subject, right? When, when, a, when a complicated issue arises, we, we necessarily spend, you know, the first however minutes very deliberately focusing on that issue, right? Saying, oh man, this is, this is a tough problem. What's going on? Well, here are, these, here are these two pieces that I need to connect and they don't seem like they're going to connect. Because our brains are so fascinating, our brains can, can arrive at that conclusion far before we think they can. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go and I'm going to go box, right? I'm going to go punch on a heavy bag and I'm not even I'm not even going to give any consideration to the problem at all. I'm going to try and free my brain from those constraints because when you focus on what I found, right? This this is this is just me. When you focus on those issues, they seem bigger and they seem badder and they seem scarier than than maybe they are. Right. So if I can abandon that and I can and I can loosen up my mind instead of tightening up my mind, focusing on that issue, it's going to allow my brain to to you know, work in the background, making some making those connections, you know, while I'm not focusing on it. After I work out, you know, I'm going to I'm going to get a shower in and I'm going to meditate. I meditate at least twice a day, uh, even if it's just for five minutes at a time that you know, what we found is sort of resembles sleep and it allows your brain to, to create those connections between your thoughts. Um, so, so what better way when people say sleep on it, right? That's, I grew up, my parents said, do you have a big decision to make sleep on it? Well, if you don't have time to sleep on it, you can meditate on it and you're going to get a similar effect. And if that still doesn't work and I don't know what to do, then I'm going to ask somebody, right? I've got a circle of mentors, people who I trust dearly who trust me uh we lean on each other for making tough decisions or or you know just getting advice that's going to be you know my my third sort of my my third uh stop in that process and by that time i've at least arrived at a at a conclusion that i think is going to work well wow and i'm not just saying this that's probably the best answer that i've ever gotten for that question <laughs> i'm not going to lie because it's a it's a it's a real tangible practical 
step by step. So, wow, thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes from it comes from having fallen down a lot. You know, this is the this is the thing, right? Everybody wants to build a business. They want to they want to succeed in what they do. They want to be the best at what they do. Nobody nobody focuses on failure as their means of growth. They want everything to go smoothly. They want to just accumulate knowledge and then one day pop out as the Einstein of whatever uh, area of concentration they've chosen. It just doesn't work that way. We as individuals need to you know constantly push our limits and our understanding of whatever we're trying to get more adept at. Uh, become experts in. I mean, er, all the advice I'm giving you is from is from 12 years of constantly falling down. Business business is good, don't get me wrong, but every single day I still fall flat on my face in the most ungraceful way possible, <laughs> and that's just the way. It, but but as soon as you can embrace that as someone looking for growth, either personally or in business, you're gonna you're gonna see yourself you're gonna see yourself grow far beyond what you know, what you typically have been able to do. Gotcha. I, I took down as a note, learn how to take a hit. That's right. I mean, that's I mean, boxing. That's why I love boxing so much. Right. I mean, I think it was Mike Tyson who said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Right. You can, you can know exactly how you're going to grow that business. You, you can have the perfect strategy in place until you actually take that first step forward and realize that it, that it, that it isn't going to work. Right. So you might as well just get started take that first knock on the jaw and and then, you know, uh, adapt to it. Gotcha. I think this is a good segue because we're talking about how do you overcome challenge, practical ways to overcome challenges. And as you said before, you have to learn how to, how to fall or fail or falling down and being and learning how to take a hit. So with that, what are your keys to success? Kind of building on that, right? So you're going to fall, you're going to get hit. So how do you, what, what are the keys? I think I think we get the answers, you know, out on social media. You know, I, I try to frame everything that I say on podcasts like yours in the in the context of what people have maybe already heard, but then helping draw some connections because it's really easy to to take a, a one dimensional narrative on on a platform like LinkedIn and and just push it through, right? So on one hand, you hear never give up, right? Never never ever give up. And you get all these motivational videos, right? The the night's always darkest before the dawn. Uh, things are things are always hardest before they get easy. And then on the other side, you know, you have the the practice of mindfulness, and I think it's a combination of both. My key to success, and I'm not saying this like I have a like I have a doctrine because I definitely don't. I'm still trying to figure it out. Is to be willing to go down with the ship and fail. Be willing to fail. Right, I think that's more important than the never giving up aspect because I could never give up at just tinkering on the guitar every day and and you know playing the same three chords over and over again, right? Or just going to the boxing gym and just hitting the heavy bag for ten minutes, right? I could never give up at that, sure, but it's also not going to it's also not going to allow me to grow as an individual. And business is the same way. I think. Never give up also comes with the mentality of you have to you have to be willing and looking for areas in which you can fall down, right? So you can never give up on on yourself, not just going through the motion, but giving up on yourself and realizing that failure is allowing you to grow. With that, I think a practice of mindfulness comes into play. And I say this as somebody who the whole time I was in the military, 
through you know my whole building my building and selling my first business i never practiced mindfulness right so you can you can force it through all you want but i think my growth as a as an individual as an entrepreneur came when i when i started balancing that relentless pursuit of failure with the ability to clear my mind sit back meditate and be self introspective right learning about myself because when you pair those two together, when you say, well, I'm never going to give up on myself, I'm always going to stand back up, dust myself off, go and try and make another sale. But then to be able to reflect on that and learn from that and debrief with yourself at the end of the day and say, what did I learn today? What did I learn about my business? What did I learn about myself? What did I learn about my market? Reflecting like that really allows you to to establish clarity for yourself and and uncover things that that you never otherwise would have had you just kept your head down and and kept pressing forward and picking up the phone and smiling and dialing and, and stuff like that right the ability to step back and debrief and and decompress and learn about about yourself and your situation that's that's extremely important. This next question tends to throw people people off a little bit, but I love to ask it because of the variety of answers that I get. Uh, if you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be, and what would you say to them? I'm gonna I'm gonna say an answer that I that I hope. Well, I guess I hope that it has been said on your on your show, but I, I'm assuming it's not going to be. I'm assuming we get a lot of Leonardo da Vinci's and Steve Jobs and Elon Musk's, and I'm gonna switch it up. And I'm and I was gonna say Elon Musk. Now that we're in the moment, I'm going to switch it up. I would, I would want to meet Keanu Reeves, and I'll tell you why. Keanu Reeves has had likely the most difficult personal life that anyone could ever experience, right? Most people know him just as, as Neo in The Matrix, which was a fine movie. Or maybe you like him better in Bill and Ted or, or whatever uh, other movies he was in. But the man has had one of the most difficult lives imaginable. He lost his wife and his kids uh, in accidents. So he's gone from having this, this whole you know, family ecosystem for support and love, and it was torn away from him. And he had to endure depression and anxiety uh, and sort of figuring out how to live again. And yet he he's he has still been able to constantly grow in his in his profession. He's been able to start businesses, and he has always demonstrated humility and love toward everybody he meets. I, I know I know people within my network who know Keanu Reeves, and and they they back me up on that. I've I've never met the guy. I would love to, but I have people in my circle who know Keanu. And they say that this, this man is, is one of the most wholesome people you will ever meet. And his life has been nothing but hardship after hardship. Sure, he's a movie star. We get that. Great. Right? But, but the, the, the notion of, of being able to, to see your life torn down in front of you and, and that find a way to continue to you know, pull yourself back up, take steps forward, continue to show, you know, passion and love for people. That's what, that's what this is all really about. I mean, you know, your show is about business and that's great. But at the end of the day, you know, life is about showing people love, right. And, and, you know, making people feel loved 
that's how you establish a legacy, right? A business might be how you establish wealth, but showing undying love is how you establish a legacy. And to me, Keanu Reeves is, is one of those people that, that demonstrates that, that really well. And, and for, I, I, wouldn't ask him a, I, I wouldn't ask him anything part, in particular. I would just want to have a, a friendly conversation with the guy, learn about his life, learn about the dark times and how he was able to grow from it. Uh, I wouldn't be looking for any business advice from Keanu Reeves, but I know for a fact that anybody who'd be able to spend 10 minutes with the guy would come out with, with lessons for life that would impact both their, their business life as well as their personal life. On that note, tell us about your business. We've learned about you, what some of your favorite things to do, what you do in your, um, your free time, uh, and some of your keys to success. What is your business all about? Sure. So I run North Labs. Uh, I started about two and a half years ago. And we are the only dedicated Amazon Web Services consulting partner in the state of Minnesota. Um, we're not the only ones playing in the space, obviously. It's a big space to play in. But we are the, the only ones wholly dedicated to AWS uh, and their, their platform and their mission. We have two divisions in the company. Our managed services division is our, is our oldest and our largest. And this is things like helping companies with 24-7 cloud operations. This is where our migrations team lives, right? Moving companies into the cloud, you know, doing things like managed SAP, managed workspaces, that sort of thing. We also have a data division. So this is end-to-end data solutions, anywhere from you know, your business intelligence and analytics side of the house. We're one of 20 global launch partners for Amazon's platform QuickSight, which is a really great tool for analytics and, and that business intel. That goes all the way through to you know, setting up data warehouses, data lakes. And then we do a lot with IoT device data as well, right? So working with companies that are great at building products that, that can produce a lot of data and helping them take that data, stick it into the cloud in a pragmatic way, uh, and ultimately you know, use it for analysis and learning about how their, how their tool is doing. We're, we're very focused. We're not, we're not a group that says we do everything in all the clouds because I think, that's, I think that's sort of akin to consulting companies that were born when the web was first commercialized, right? You know, if it touches the internet, we do it, right? Fast forward 10 years and you'd get laughed out of a room if you said that. So we, we're very deliberate about our, our focus. So one cloud and only a handful of focuses within that cloud. But yeah, uh, 30 people in total. We have three offices. Uh, we're headquartered in Minneapolis. We have offices in Austin, Texas, and Toronto, Ontario, hoping to expand to Chicago uh, by the end of 2019. And yeah, we've got the, we got the smartest dang team on the planet, and, and I, love, I love what I do. I love my job, you know, it's, and, and the people I work with are, you know, they're infectious. They're, you know, they're, they're the best in the world, so uh, I'm, I'm a lucky guy. You're a cloud guy. I have to ask you this question. What is the cloud? <laughs> Yes, I love it. No, so uh, the cloud is essentially data centers run by another provider, right? So in IT of old, you as an organization would have to have your own building with your own servers and your own databases and your own firewalls and switches and yada, 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 and all of the personnel and the security and the insurance that goes along with running it. So as we kind of wrap this up, if you could give the enterprisers an actionable step to improve their business today, what would that be? Delegate as quickly as possible. I would assume that, that most, of, most of your enterprising community are 
solo companies or a couple couple of people. I think that people they hold off on delegating as long as possible because it adds additional expense into their business. And when you're only making, you know, if you're making a small amount each month or enough for you to live on, it's really scary to say, well, how am I going to take a third of that or half of that or all of that and hire somebody else? But at the end of the day, if you're growing a business, you need to be the face of the company and you need to be the one working on your strengths, working on your business, not in your business. You need to be focusing on your market strategy. You need to be out there talking about your business, convincing people why you're the best, getting out in front of people and giving talks and, and making sure that the train is on, is on the rails. As soon as you have to circle back and then work in your business on a customer deliverable, it's necessarily taking fuel out of your tank in terms of what you can be pushing out into the world in front of other people. So hire people, delegate away opportunities to work in the business and, at, and particularly on things that you are not good at. So sit down and really have a, really have a think about what you are good at and what you are not good at. And if you want to have a nice conversation or, or even sometimes a semi-awkward conversation, ask your spouse, ask a group of your friends what you are not good at and ask them to answer honestly. Or ask your, your mother and father what you are not good at because these are people who have been around you for a long time who can shed insight uh, when you otherwise might be, might be a little jaded. But yeah. Delegate away as fast as possible. I mean, sometimes in business, the saying is true, you got to spend money to make money. And in this case, it is spending money to fill the gaps for those particular skills or areas of the business, particularly in the business, where, where you should not be spending your time. Because at the end of the day, as a business owner, uh, you should be working on your business. That's the only way you're going to continue to grow. Uh, if people want to reach out to you, learn even more about what you do, or just to say hi... How can they do that? Sure. Well, I'm on LinkedIn. That's really the only social media platform that I'm on. Uh, my name is Colin with two L's, Graves, like dead people. I love talking about the cloud. I love talking about business. That's the best way to reach me. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you so much for, for taking the time out. Um, any parting words for the enterprisers? Continue to, uh, to continue to be willing to be open with yourself incorporate some some mindfulness into growing your business because I promise it's worth it. You know, the the more you know about yourself, ultimately the 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 more your business will be able to grow because you'll be able to see things that you need to take care of. So, that's my that's my parting advice. Perfect. Thank you for that. And thank you for the wonderful conversation. Thank you, Elsie. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget filled conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out to me directly at eflinart at enterprise-now.biz with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Also, don't forget to check out the Enterprisers Elite Club for thought leaders that want to learn how to leverage podcasting to launch, grow, and maximize their business. Head on over to www.enterprise-now.biz slash enterprisers to learn more. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next week.
What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.